Welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. You Mr. Mark Shannon. Oh. Hola, bienvenidos a la 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Me amo Shannon. Me amo. I'm now talking like you. Wow, me amo Javier. Uh, for our Spanish speakers, hola, ¿cómo estás? Um, ¿Cómo están? Um, I like when you talk in Spanish. I think it's really a big turn on, but... Wow, well, let's share that with everybody right now. Let's just go there, Shannon. It is. So we hope you enjoy the podcast uh, and kind of the the format of banter and just back and forth and bringing you hopefully some insights. Again, we'd love to hear from you. So let us know what you want to hear about. Um, It's kind of been a crazy, I don't know, I feel like it's been kind of a crazy time. And we don't talk about politics on here. We're really not going to. No. I know. You're shaking your head. No. But Let's not I, I want to talk about it in a way it's like it's important to address things that are going on. I don't know. It just came to me. And it's like whether you agree with where things are at or not, like I think we still have to remain in a place of trusting God at every moment, knowing yes. he is in control. And even if things don't go the way you think, and it's difficult. I'll be honest with you. I don't care where you stand on masks or on vaccines, right? Like Sharon and I will tell you where we're like – we're not against, like, if someone gets the vaccine, knock yourself out. If someone chooses not to, that's for them. That's their personal yeah. choice. But it's just this place of, like, you know, and it does relate to marriage somewhat because I know you're squinting your eyes at me. But in this place of decisions and choices, like, ultimately, we own our choice and decisions. And, mm-hmm. like, even even your marriage, like, your spouse is not going to force or mandate you to do anything you still have a choice and a decision to make yes right yeah and like and, and but there shouldn't be a place where you're at battle with one another you should be able to be able to navigate things well in conversation and communication and um yeah never be in a place where you're feeling like you're forced into choices or decisions but you come to the table together to talk through it mm-hmm. but also acknowledging one another's differences as well so i don't know it was just making me think about like how it all relates and you know regardless of where you're at like let's respect and honor one another that's a great thing to keep doing because i see disrespect and, and dishonor yeah. amongst everybody's different opinions and, and if i want to agree then then say something then talk about it don't sit back if like i just telling people like if you like if you're passionate about something and you're not in agreement with certain things then stand up and say something stand up and do something but we can't remain passive in our lives and we cannot remain passive in our marriages either i'm not telling you to rise up and rebel against your spouse thriving marriages don't happen when we sit passively by they do not so, but on a tweet lighter note, uh, I don't Twitter tweet. <laughs> <Oop. laughs> I edit um, it. Maybe Shannon will edit that. Okay. The, uh, anyways, let's move on past that for just okay. a moment. So today I want to do something lighthearted and just do some trivia because you know we always talk. We 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 are unscripted around here. Sure. But um, we always or- dive into something meaningful that's practical for yeah. our listeners. But I just wow. want we just wanted to have a little fun today. We're always going to add so, value. So, Javi. Even in the fun, we're going to add value, Shannon. Javi, F-U-N. We're going to have some right now. Even in the fun, we're mm-hmm. going to add value to people. Javi. Because that's what we Javi, do. Javi, no. <laughs> you can just have fun. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. We are just going to have fun. And add value. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Somebody <laughs> send help right now. No, we, we can literally just have fun with our listeners right now. As we add, <laughs> as we add you, value, you 
You're Everything sucking... I do has to add no, value. You're I don't sucking care the fun about out being of the room. viral. I want to not be viral, but add value. Okay. Vi- value over viral. Nobody, just so nobody's we know. talking about going viral here. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just rambling. Okay, you're super weird. But also, today. maybe maybe it can be little insights about us, so those okay. who maybe are new okay, to the podcast can first, learn about us. Here's your first piece of trivia. Are you ready? Is it about marriage? Yes. I'm not, okay. Well, what do you think I was going to ask you something about it? What type of tree is sitting outside? Yeah, probably. Okay. Why? Why? Why is it called a honeymoon? There's Why is it called a honeymoon? Because in marriage, you are called to stick together, and this is your first moment of being is able this how to you come add value? together <laughs> and stick together and bond hobby, and hobby. connect. You're missing the whole point of so trivia. So it's called honeymoon. That's why it's called honeymoon. No, it's not. Well, that's okay. Well, then tell me why it's called honeymoon. You're so weird today. You're so beyond weird. Okay. That, you it's asked called- me. I it's just a gave, trivia question. You're supposed to answer it with an answer. That's not the... I believe it's to, to, to no, stick together. No. Okay. Sorry, you're wrong. <laughs> you lose $500. The answer is that it's a, drink, it's a drink that a couple would drink, a fermented honey drink that they drank for the whole first month of, a mar- of marriage, which is a whole moon cycle, honey moon. Wow. And what does that drink do? Oh, it's an aphrodisiac. Oh, okay. So moving on to the next question. Why do you... I'm kidding. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, where... What is the largest wedding destination in the United States? Hawaii. No. What is Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Jeopardy. Largest wedding destination? Yeah, Javi, come on. What is Bermuda? Why are you answering it like we're in Jeopardy? <laughs> oh, my this episode needs to be trashed. Bermuda. Let's burn this one. Bermuda. Javi in the United States. <laughs> oh, the United States. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Get I, hope the man are, I hope you guys are enjoying this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> Bermuda. <laughs> biggest destination in, marriage in the United States. the United States. States of America. Okay, so it's not Hawaii. Uh, California. <laughs> okay, it's Las Vegas. They do 114... Hundred thousand weddings okay, a year. They didn't say the biggest place where weddings are performed. They said destination. I'm thinking, who wants to go to Las Vegas? Because people can get married like instantly. Okay. Well, they should have rephrased that to be like. Now he's mad at the about weddings. People. <laughs> okay, give me one more. Um. Okay, who started the white wedding dress trend in the Western world? You'll never get uh, it. Would it be like a state or a person? Oh, if it's a person, I have no idea. I'd say somewhere started somewhere in the south, and um, it was Queen Victoria during her wedding in 1840 to Prince Albert. Wow, yeah, didn't know that. Remember Prince Albert yeah. in a can? I don't remember Prince Albert in a can. Why would you put Prince Albert in a can? I don't know. It was some product my parents <laughs> had, and the joke was you'd call somebody and say, "Do you have Prince Albert in a can?" And they'd be like, "Let him out." <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yep. Don't get it. Okay. Um, what culture began to ex- the exchanging of rings? This one I did not know. Um, in Thailand. You're just randomly naming. Well, I don't know what culture. I have no idea. Egyptians as Egyptian a sign culture. of devotion. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I, like I that. didn't. I didn't know that. Um. How many of you? Hopefully, people wear their wedding rings. Like I know. <laughs> I, I we don't actually wear our actual rings that we gave to each other, 
but we wear our like silicone rings uh, that are more comfy. But I hope people do consistently wear their rings. I mean, I it is a sign people, of most com- people do. It's a sign to the world around you that you belong to another person. I am actually the worst at wearing them because I yeah. don't like things on my hands. She doesn't like to belong. Oh, stop. Yeah. Okay, it's believed that the Greeks and Romans started the bride veil because why do you think they started that? The Greeks. Because the women were that pretty back then, and so they oh. figured they had to cover their faces. <laughs> this, I have no okay, idea. This podcast is probably the worst. It podcast was started. In history. I think it was started because it was a, a thing maybe of honor and respect, and her not being viewed until the wedding day. Um, no. Okay. It would shield the bride against evil spirits. Oh, because getting married and he was evil. No, honey. Just, I just in general. I thought it had something to do with purity. Like during the it, ceremony, she might get an evil spirit on her, so she's got to be covered until I didn't. I didn't write he these. He exposed. Okay. So let's let's um, let's dive into Wait. a little bit for those that maybe don't know. Okay, one one more. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Oh, okay. Women have women have worn wedding rings for thousands of years. When did men begin wearing them? I didn't know that that wasn't a thing. I just always thought... Well, if women have been wearing them for thousands of years, um, maybe in the last 500 years, men started wearing them? They said during World War II, men wore them so they could remember their wives during the war. Oh, That is so sweet. Never to be separated. I love that. So we have a lot of people who are new to the podcast, uh, maybe just listening and get to know us. So um, I thought Let's ask each maybe other it's questions. fun to, to, be, to get to know us just a little bit. So what is what is something that, um, yeah, do you think would be interesting for people to know about you and maybe the work we do or our marriage? That I am the smartest one in this marriage. Okay. I'm the funniest okay. and the prettiest. Okay. There you go. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. I, I would disagree with you on two of, of those three. <laughs> you are the prettiest. Okay. Yes. And the funniest. Uh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. you're the funniest. Um, Let's take a poll. So for me, um, you know, you guys know we've been married 28 years, and I'm proud of our marriage and our 28 years because I think it exemplifies just hard work and mm-hmm. commitment. And I think... Regardless of the season we're in, we are committed to our marriage. We are committed to the work that it takes. Yes. Like 24-7 marriage, when you guys listen to that, that wasn't just done because like, oh, that sounds like a fun name. It was really done because we recognize that it is 24-7. Like, it's work around the clock. There's nothing, there's no decision or action that you take that does not impact your marriage in some way so it always work and so yeah i think like what i love about what we get to do and the work that we're doing is is simply the ability to be able to speak from where we're at and from what we're going through and yeah and it's been a whirlwind it not a bad whirlwind no but it's been it's been a lot of work i haven't been easy because we have moved like 14 times We've gone through so many seasons. We have gone through different things in ministry. We have gained so much and we have lost so much. Mm-hmm. I have been through depression, anxiety. You've been through so many different things and emotions and feelings and past and crisis pregnancy when you were young that still came into our marriage in terms Whoa. of like having impact. That was like, crazy. We should unpack that during a podcast because that literally brought revelation to our marriage probably in the last six months. 
of something yeah, that so happened 33 years ago. Podcast, tune in. So here, we're going to just bait you a little bit. Our next podcast, we'll make note of it. We'll yeah. talk about those early years and what I, Shannon experienced at a young age yeah. and how that impacted her and how she just got revelation yeah. after 30, 33 years 33 years later yeah. of why I act the way I act or in the certain areas yeah. not like that you're a terrible person but like in certain areas where you were still yeah. struggling I feel like we're re- we're it. redeeming this podcast cuz it kind of turned into <laughs> a No, I mean listen, people listening to it at the beginning of this were going to think that was fun, that was different, yeah. it was lighthearted. And now here we are digging into this stuff again. So yeah. we'll talk about that in the next podcast. Uh, and I think that'll actually be really insightful. Yeah, I, think I, I would like to unpack that. I think it would help uh, a lot of people. And then I can also talk about the book that I'm writing and getting yes. ready to publish next so year. So. Shan's been on me to write a book, and I have been behind in getting that off the ground. But Shannon is in the midst of writing a book as well. Um, are we going to say the title yet or not yet? Yeah, go ahead. So she's working on a book entitled Confession. Confessions of a Terrible Wife. Wife. Yes. Um, I told somebody the other day, Confession of a Terrible Housewife. I'm like, that's a terrible... I know, the housewife is not part of it. It was Confessions of a Terrible Wife. Well, that's not something I ever wanted to call myself. I know. Even though I know that I was in a house and yeah. I am a wife, I yeah. didn't like that yeah. term. So again, those of you who are maybe new to the podcast or just you know been around for a little while... Um, yeah, we are in the marriage life. We're going across the country, uh, connecting, working with marriages uh, everywhere we go uh, in the marriage lab, a 38-foot uh, wrapped fifth wheel, um, kind of mobile marriage support center. Um, and yeah, it's awesome. Just the connections and the engagements and the things that are going on with others. Um, Shan, what is one of the things that you have learned in, uh, that you basically have learned in, during this season of our lives, like about us, one another, our marriage, one thing. Oh my golly gee willikers. One thing in this new season. Um, I would probably say you have very little control yeah. over so many things. Whereas I believed the myth that I was in control of so much at one time. Um, towing your house behind you adds a next level anxiety to me. I did not even know that I even dealt with anxiety and Javi makes fun of me because I literally have to walk away when you level this thing because it, it literally sends me over the moon and sends me over the moon. That's probably, that means a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. No, it doesn't send me over the moon. It puts you on edge, puts me on edge and, uh, so I'm learning to let go. Um, for a while, I didn't like the idea that I was so far away from my girls. Like when we were in California, I was six hours away from McKenna and I was five minutes away from Michaela. And now I'm like on the other side of the country and I feel so like, I don't know if this is the right word, but sometimes helpless. Yeah. So, so I'm learning to really like I have to trust God that he's taking care of them, that um, should should something happen, that they have friends and family that can get to them and be there for them. It's just that mom thing. Yeah. It's like Michaela got sick a couple weeks ago 
And she's like, I just need my mom. And I'm like, gosh, I I just want to go home. Even and like, she's 22 years old and married. I know, but <laughs> I would have gone over and made her soup know, and rubbed I her know. back and That's did just... all the mom things for her because yes. I love taking I care of my girls. And, well, and her husband's in the military, so she's alone. But anyways, in addition to that, um, not in addition to that, sorry. Wait, what, what have you learned Is in this season? Um, I'm learning a lot of things. So I've learned a lot of things about myself, like it's grown me in patience. Oh, yeah. And so I think when you go through various seasons of life, it should grow you in areas and challenge and stretch you. Like if you're going through difficulty in marriage or relationships right now, it might be tough. I get it. But it should also on the other side of this or as you're going through it, it should stretch you. It should strengthen you. It should make you like improve in certain areas. Like otherwise, it's a little bit of a, I don't want to say a waste, but like there's a purpose behind the pain, behind the things you're going through. And for me, I think going through this season is stretching me, it's growing me, I'm gaining more patience, and I'm learning how to slow down and to enjoy the moments. I don't always do it well. I'm still struggling with it at times because my mind gets going, going, going about other things. But I think it's enjoying being present and being available and being in the moment. Yeah. And I think that's a struggle for a lot of people of like how to just be present in that moment, enjoying the person that you're sitting next to, removing your face from the screen, mm -hmm. removing uh, the other distractions mm -hmm. and being able to slow down and really enjoy the gift you've been given of your spouse. That's, that's why they call right now a gift because it's the present. Huh? Oh, very huh? well. Very well that said. Was a pun. Say it again because you whispered it, Shannon. Oh, I did? I'm sorry. Right now is a gift that we have because it is the present. Yes. Yes. Very good. And so I think being patient. Um, also, um, for me, the other thing is, well, I think there is letting go of control for sure. But I think I've also grown in this area of recognizing that how healthy it is to have time apart from each other <laughs> and that's not a that's not a bad thing because we tell couples it is healthy for you no, we, to we, have time we totally believe this it's just funny the way you the said way it because you like looked no, right at me we're living in 38 feet together and together all the time we don't have anybody else there's not like family hanging out we're not going out like we do meet with people and we do make connections we are having meetings and we are doing all these things but we're always still together so I think we're we're appreciating more the value of having time that's refreshing for one another. Mm -hmm. Like it's not a bad thing if I'm working outside all day and she's inside and we, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Or if I go for a hike and she wants to stay in and do something here, totally fine. And so I think it's just embracing that and maybe you need to do that also. Embrace that it's okay when your spouse wants to go do something that's refreshing for them and life-giving for them. Shannon recognizes we, it's healthy for me yeah. and I'm better when I have those moments Yes, and I recognize for her it's much better. When she tells me to take a hike, I'm like, I will literally go take a hike. Yes. You always say that. I know. It's like, so I don't know if that's been good for you or not, but it's been good for me. Like just recognizing it's okay to well, have that space. It's not something we just started. We've always had a good practice of finding yeah. alone time. Um, but it, you're, when, it's more aware of it now. Yeah, when we were first married, I used to take, I used to, I used to think that you didn't like me. I took it personally. Mm -hmm. Why don't you want to be with me? Yep. And I became very selfish and you did. Su super inward focused. It's really horrible and immature yeah. of me. And so if you're, if you're a spouse who's like 
you don't like your spouse going out and doing things or you're like, why don't you want to be with me? Why do you want to go hang out with your friends or go do this or have a girl's day or do a guy's day where you go golfing, whatever it is, like back off. Let them have the time. It's okay. Now, if your spouse is always doing that and not spending time investing into you or your that's relationship, different. that's a different that's story. Different. But if you have a healthy relationship and you're connecting and communicating and having date nights and your spouse wants to go do something, it's refreshing for them. It's life-giving with them. I promise they will be better when they come back from that. Yes. Because they value that you're like, yeah, go do that. It's great for you. And they just get some time to disconnect and to really do something they enjoy. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we'll end there. Mm -hmm. uh, good place to stop. Tune in next next week because we're going to talk about that subject we talked about, about just what Shan's been learning and, oh, and oh, yeah. like all these areas. And uh, early on, what took place during her crisis pregnancy at a young age. And so that would be good. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of the 24-7 Marriage Family and Podcast. Remember, subscribe, rate, review, follow us, and share this. We'd love to have others be part of what is going on. In marriage, you don't have to. You get to. Have an amazing week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to.